All right, it's officially Bears off season. So the crew, uh, there is no days off. Uh, we do have a new name, uh, the Windy City Crew, right? The Windy City Crew podcast. Is that right, Austin? Yeah, the Windy City <laughs> Crew, baby. <laughs> you got me confused with the, he's got two headphones on. Anyways, we're going to start the show just kind of relax. Uh, Danny, I want to talk about you right now. You had an awesome video out on YouTube about kind of what you do. So I want you to talk about your job, what it is that you do, why you're in it, what a please boy. welcome what please a... welcome the uh the colorado influ young influence worker whatever you were named God. danny corkin baby honored to have you on the pod our yeah, guest today is danny corkin so good to be here guys so i got a cold i might sound like shit i apologize uh yeah so not that big of a deal but i appreciate the love uh i work in advertising i work for a pretty big ad agency called cpb uh Kristen porter and Bogusky. We have a number of clients. Um, you know, I primarily work on the Domino's Pizza account. So anything you see Domino's Pizza uh, on the internet and the news, marketing-wise, advertising-wise, comes from uh, our agency and my team. So we were recognized for some good work we did for Domino's last year. I specifically was uh, featured because I'm, I guess I'm young and people think that's an interesting story. That's pretty much it. So uh, What got I you to the business? Uh, I just, I, I honestly, I hated school and I didn't want to do anything that was like, you know, science or math or whatever. And I got into communications. I had some pretty good internships out of school. Um, God, this is a boring off season guys. We need the bears to be playing. I, I, we don't even be talking about my job, but yeah, really honestly, guy, Danny. I had, a, I, had really a, I had, I had some good inter internships, uh, in advertising. It's a fun job, dude. I mean, it's super laid back. I get to work with some really, really fun, creative interesting people and we get some, yeah. we get to do some fun stuff at work so uh yes last night was an event in denver for young business professionals i was recognized it was super cool um but more importantly uh we're here on the pod and we're here to talk about the bears and i suppose some other chicago teams tonight as well but uh thanks for the love and, and well we can talk about the cardinals if you want i, I don't know if our viewers care too much for my takes on the Cardinals, but yes, yeah. that's, uh, if, if, if any viewers are listening and want to get into advertising or have questions about advertising, hit me in my DMS and I'd be happy to help. Yep. Speaking of your Twitter, uh, the video of his, yeah, Danny's video is on his Twitter. He quoted it. I believe I kid you not. When I watched it, I thought I was watching Matt Damon for a second. That's how close you look <laughs> to this guy. I swear. Yeah. My, how about not I, uh, how close? How about how about Matt Damon looks like Danny Corkin? How about our answer? That's true. Anyways, speaking of Danny, his Twitter is Danny Corkin, uh, D A N N Y C O R K E N. Is that right? This is a great plug for me. I really appreciate. I know, this man. We're, <laughs> got, we're starting it, man. Anyways, now let's get let's get to the good stuff. Uh, we're gonna start with Nagy and Ryan Pace's press conference. It was super interesting. We all watched it. Um, awesome. What were your thoughts on this, man? Um. It was interesting, and I've seen a lot. Of, I mean, I saw a lot of reports on this too because I was thinking the same thing. But if you watch it, Matt Nagy can't sit still. Uh, it's clearly it's clearly bothering the hell out of him that he wasn't playing right now. Uh, it sucked to watch because you're just like God. Like we should be playing. I think we would have handed. I would think we would have handily beaten the Rams in LA. Uh, wet field. That was just a Bears. That was Bears written all over it. Um, I don't know. It's it's tough. I mean, it, it's it's tough. It's uh, didn't didn't Rams backup running back run all over Dallas that game too? I don't, I don't even think it was CJ, Todd CJ CJ Anderson. Big butt Anderson was all ran over. all over. What the hell? Like just God. <laughs> I mean God. But yeah, I mean you can tell he was itching to go. They him and Ryan Pace both hated 
uh, Cody Parkey's appearance on the Today Show. Uh, the Chuck Pagano hiring was great to hear him talk about that. Uh, one thing I also want to say, someone should shut our Twitter account about Ryan Pace's biceps because those things yes. are, are huge. Jesus Yo. Christ. Good, man. He's yeah. ripped, okay. man. Yeah, Danny. Uh, Danny. Yeah, I, I, I think I want to echo a lot of the same things. I mean, I, I obviously watched the press conference, super curious what they were going to say. Uh, number one, their demeanor, you know, they, which is a good thing for Bears fans, right? You want your head coach and your GM to be pissed off that they're having this press conference. They don't want to have this yet. They weren't ready for the season to be done. You could tell that they wanted to keep playing. You could tell they wanted to be preparing for L.A. and New Orleans and not be sitting there fielding questions about Cody Parkey's uh, Today Show interview. So, yeah, I think that's encouraging for Bears fans that yeah, we have coaches and, and GMs that just give a damn. They care that much. You could, you could visibly tell that Nagy was annoyed and pissed off that he was there rather than preparing for the next game. So, you know, that was one takeaway. Uh, yeah, totally agree with Ryan Pace's arms. I mean, like there were a couple of shots on Twitter that people were screenshotting that like whether he was purposely flexing or whether he was just still pissed off or maybe him and Nagy worked out beforehand. I don't know, but that dude looks like he could Pretty be ready. Ball. It looks like he could be ready to go like if he had to play. I think he's so. bigger than Trubisky. I think he's I think so too. True isn't. And true is kind of fit though. Like he's not bull, like, you know, yeah. built or cut. One, totally. one, one thing I do want to say about the, uh, the thing is like Nagy – was quoted saying how he's so pumped to go into next year already, how he wants to take these guys and take what he did this year and move it on to um, move it into year two. And he's just, you know, he's talking about how, offense two Oh two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about how we wanted to take this year and, and, you know, not now guys aren't learning, but they're fine tuning the playbook to guys, you know, to guys specific talents and stuff. So I'm definitely excited for next year. I don't see it being an off year. I really don't as good as the teams that they play. I think it's going to be another awesome year, and it's going to be interesting. I'm really excited to see how Chuck yeah. Pagano runs that defense. So yeah, a couple we got some new hirings we're going to do too. A, a couple more things though that I thought were interesting. I think you know we can talk about the Cody Parkey thing, but you know Nagy talking about the offense. There are a lot of questions about Mitch, uh, Mitch's relationship with Matt, uh, and his growth and development this year. That I thought Matt really answered the questions really well. I think all year long, when you look at when you look at Nagy's press conferences, he, he was always super honest. He answered every question. He didn't flake on questions. But I, I thought it was interesting how he he basically had all but said, you know, we're ready for the offense to go to the next level. We're all, we're ready to go open the playbook up a bit more, do some of the things I want to do schematically, use some of the personnel. There was one question that I thought was was someone was someone was in, implying uh, the 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 future of Tariq Cohen and the lack of use of Tariq Cohen in the last game. And, and Nagy basically said, if you think I'm not excited about using Tariq Cohen, if you think I'm not ready or, or want to use Tariq Cohen in this offense, then you don't know me very well. And, I, and that's clearly uh, his way of basically saying that, that, you know, Tariq Cohen is going to be a, a, an important part of this offense. I think we all know that, but I, you know, I just thought that he answered the questions about Mitch really well about basically saying this year was all about Mitch, um, you know, understanding the playbook, understanding his personnel, getting comfortable with his personnel and, and going through his progressions. And he said next year, you know, I really expect Mitch. I want Mitch to get to, you know, reading the defense before the, before the hike, before the snap. And I thought that was really impressive. Line of scrimmage quarterback, line of scrimmage quarterbacking, understanding what, what, you know, what he's seen from the defense when he can, when he can audible and and make checks at the line rather than, you know, letting the play develop and, and using his feet a bit more than, than, than he should. But, I thought those were great questions. I thought the Parkey thing was super interesting. I think, you know, we all basically have base, have declared Cody Parkey no longer being on the Bears next year. And I think 
I, I think Pace and Nagy all but basically had have have said that. You know, and they, uh, Pace said they're gonna, they're, you know, it's gonna be an emphasis next year. They're gonna bring in competition next year. Um, I thought Matt's or I thought Nagy's response to one of the questions, you know, about Cody Parkey and going on the Today Show, he 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 basically said this isn't verbatim, but you know, all year long the team has been talking about we things and not me things, and and he he said you know Cody going on the Today Show certainly wasn't a we thing, and you know I think all but there basically says that Cody's not coming back next no year, chance. and and yeah. you know that there's just you know they're going to move on and they're going to find someone new, and, and and you know we can speculate. I think there's been a lot of Robbie Gold stuff. I think Robbie Gold even um, had a quote out this week where he basically said, "I'm going to retire a Chicago Bear," and I, I don't yeah. know what that means. I don't know if that means slip up, possibly. Did he slip well, up? I, no, know, it was on it was on a think, podcast. It was on a podcast with Urban Bennett. He, he didn't. Do you think up. there's already been talks? Yes, I, I, I think mean, he's been he reached was, out to. He was in the. He was at the game. He was in the I, building I with his pace. I think pace after that missed field goal, he was pissed, and he said he sent Robbie a text. Said. You're coming back. I guarantee it. I want to. I want to see those screenshots. But um, I think the city of Chicago would go crazy if if we got him. I think it'd be crazy. Um, know, what about and, and maybe maybe Robbie will take a pay cut because he wants to retire a bear and he wants to come back. I mean, I think the money's going to be an important thing. But but um, he's made enough money in my in my opinion. Well, now he gets a chance to for the next three or four years. There's a window for Chicago Bears where he can, t- you know, take a couple shots at the Super Bowl. You know, I, redeem I, my, himself or redeem. I agree. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't. I don't necessarily think that Robbie Gold is the only answer. I think that would be a fun story, and that would be a. Uh, well, you know. I've, I've got a few guys if you want to get into it, but yeah. Before we before we get into that though, well, actually no, let's keep going. Who, who's your uh, Who's your guys? Awesome. So I'm looking at uh, Stephen Gaskowski is an unrestricted free agent. Uh, he's been consistent outside. He's he's the kicker for the for the Patriots. He's consistent. He's got some Super Bowl rings. I mean, he's. He's right around 85, 86% this year, which is not, you know, it's a little below his career average. He's a great kicker. Um, he would be good, but I think the only way we get him is if Patriots let him go and they, and he misses like a big kick. Uh, and then I also think Jason Myers, uh, he had a career year this year, hitting over 90%. Uh, he's top five in the league and in, uh, in, in field goal percentage makes for the jets. And another guy who's used to kicking outside in cold, windy weather, so either the two of those guys too, I'd be looking at, but, um, we're also looking at some other guys, uh, Andy Phillips, who's, uh, who is free this agent. guy? He's a free agent. So yeah, we're, I'm actually trying to get him on the show and I think we're going to get him on eventually, but he's, um, he's a free agent. He's just trying to get a gig and I think he's going to be in camp somewhere next year. So, uh, keep, keep an eye out for that episode. It's going to be a lot of fun. That video um, he tweeted of him. Yeah. Like a 55, 60, he hit a 43 yarder lefty, just shoved it in all of our faces. Wait, so yeah. who, but I, so he he played college ball for Utah. That's all I yeah, know about this guy. He was signed. He was signed also for. He was signed also. Um, he, he he was also signed. I can't remember. I, I think he might have been a bear. To be honest with you, I think he was a bear. He was. He was cut. Um, so maybe there's a little bad blood, and he was just kind of rubbing it in with that lefty kick. Nah, it's not bad blood. No. He's just trying to get a job. No, I'm in a group. I'm in a Twitter group chat with him. He's he's just trying to get a job. I would take um, him in a heartbeat. Yeah. yeah, so he was signed by the Bears as an undrafted free agent on May 11, 2017, yeah. and then he was waived by the Bears August 7th. So I bet because they got Parkey. Tenure. All right, that, that makes sense. I mean, yeah, yeah it's got to be, yeah. This dude, this dude, this dude's a legend. He's, he's a Mormon. So, you know, he's, 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 uh, he keeps it, he keeps it clean. That's always good. He's on the U S ski team. 
what? He's an athlete. Yeah, it's, I'm reading his Wikipedia page, which is clearly oh, obviously. You can't wi- believe, yeah, you can't believe. Oh, I mean, <laughs> if, you can't, if you can't believe Wikipedia, I don't can know. We, what can we believe. can we verify that he was on the Olympic ski team for the U.S. Right? Dude, he, so his Wikipedia page says that, and then his Twitter bio says. Well, I mean, there's an epic picture on this cover photo of him skiing. So I'm going to just believe it. I'm going yeah. for it. I believe wow. it. Good for him. Um, so then another hot topic that um, I think it was gone around the Twitter atmosphere is Kareem Hunt. There was questions asked about him. What do you guys think? Do you think he's going to be a bear next year? Uh, Austin, you have you, 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 you have the most takes on this one. Uh. I mean, I would like to see him be a bear. I think it's interesting that Matt Nagy visited him, but he's being investigated for three or four other incidents where girls came out after this first girl came, you know, said something. So I don't know if they're willing to take the risk. Uh, if, if that stuff does blow over and like nothing came of it, I wouldn't mind seeing Kareem Hunt in there. Like obviously hitting a woman is never okay, but if he can make amends, if he can get some therapy in the off season, you know, I wouldn't mind seeing it, but Bears fans also forget if he does sign up with the team, I think he's looking at a six to seven game suspension. So I don't, I don't really see any point in bringing him on. I know Nagy talked to him per- about personally, but I don't, I mean, I just, I don't know. I don't know. It'd be, it'd be a killer backfield, but yeah, I don't know. I, I think you got to stay away. I mean, he, he, first of all, I, I don't think he's even been allowed back in the NFL. I mean, I think he will. Um, so no, yeah, we don't know how many, how many games he's actually suspended for, but I don't know, man. I think that's going to be tough. It's going to be tough to bring him on and, and get past. It's not just this one incident. I think ESPN reported on two more. So there's three in total. Uh, you know, Nagy knows him from Kansas city, obviously. And I think he, he basically answered some questions at the press conference where he reached out from a personal level. You know, how are you doing? You doing okay. Uh, things like that. I don't know. I think there's a lot of speculation around it. I saw I saw someone tweeted a picture today of Kareem Hunt in a Bears uniform next year, and it's like, oh my god! Like, I, I don't know. I think that opens the door up for a lot of uh, a lot of backlash, and 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 I know Nagy has been on the record of, you know, I'm a second chance guy, but you know, this really wouldn't be his second chance if he if these other if these other allegations are true. It'd be like his third yeah. or fourth or fifth chance. So, I think it's pretty pretty dangerous. Um, and also, like, do we need him? I, I mean, obviously, yes, he's a very good football player. He helps, but. You know, can the Bears win a Super Bowl without him? I think so. And I and 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 you know, they clean up a few of these things. They get a better kicker. Um, you know, I think the defense is is, is gonna you know should be as good as they were this year, if not better, um, with more of an aggressive de- defensive coordinator. So, you know, I, I, I that's my take is I I don't think that he should be on the team. I I don't think we you know I don't think we necessarily need him. Obviously, he's yes, he helps. Uh, but there's a lot of baggage that comes with that. And I think there's a lot of things that would uh, there's just a, there's just a lot that goes with that. Yeah. So I think how it goes down, um, first and foremost, if he's actually going to even have a chance, those allegations have to fall through, in my opinion, for him to even have another chance in the league Two, um, he is going to have that suspension. So I think if all the allegations drop, if he does, you know, make some, you know, strides and he shows the progress, you know, towards the two you know, the NFL and the community, then I think there's a chance. And I think the bears, if all goes right and he plays this thing, perfect PR wise, and he does rehabilitate, I think that they can sign him, especially for a minimum. So you can actually maybe keep Howard. Um, and then maybe get, you know, try him out for the last, what, 10 games of the season, nine games of the season. And if that works out, guess what? You picked up an all pro, you know, 
you know, running back that's, you know, only making strides, you know, to get better. Uh, I think it could be a cool story, but there's a lot of steps and hoops he has to jump through for this even to be possible. But um, let's go on to go into a, a positive or actually the NFC and AFC predictions. We have, uh, I think it's Kansas City versus New England. And then on the NFC, unfortunately, it's the Rams and the Saints. So we're going to start with Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady. Are you guys going with the the young gun or the goat here, Danny? I'm, you know, I'm going to go Patriots. Um, I know it's at Kansas City. I know that they got a lot of swag and momentum right now, but um, <clears throat> and I haven't watched too many AFC games, but I do think Bill Belichick is a pretty good coach, and I think he's going to devise some schemes and plans that that do challenge Mahomes. Mahomes is a very talented thrower. He's a very talented quarterback. I get that. He's overrated. I, you you should talk about some of your takes on Twitter because yes, you've uh, been on, you've been on fire this week. But let me finish gonna, my take. Yeah, go ahead. I, I I do think the Patriots are going to win. I think it's going to be a good game. I think it's going to be a fun game to watch. Um, I <clears throat> the big thing for me was if you guys watched the the last weekend's games where Brady got interviewed at the end of the at the end of the game and he basically said, you know, people think we suck and and uh, that's fine, that's okay. Like I think next weekend's going to be fun. I don't know. I think that that quote just kind of you know when you have Tom Brady who doesn't need any more motivation. Um, that guy loves to win. He wants to win. Uh, coupling that with, with him and, and Bill Belichick. And I, I just think, I think Bill Belichick is going to, is, is going to uh, create a game plan. that's going to really challenge Mahomes in, in a way that probably hasn't, he hasn't been challenged this year. So I'm going to go Pats. Austin. Uh, yeah, it'll be tough. Uh, <laughs> you got one of the best corners in the league, Stefan Gilmore against Tariq Hill. I'm going to be looking at that a lot. Uh, it's really going to be a, a testament to see if the um, to see if the Kansas City defense, who's been playing really well, can uh, get to Brady because that's the thing that the Chargers didn't do. They didn't get to Brady, and Brady threw the ball really quick. He's really good at going through his progressions. The Chargers um, sat back in a zone, like yeah, like they the sat in a zone, but they still can't get. Ever. I know they, they still can't get. So yeah, the Chiefs won't be doing that. Um, I feel like I don't know. I feel like they're going to be ready. Um, Patriots already beat him once in Arrowhead this year. I, I think the Chiefs are out for revenge. I think the Chiefs are going to make the Super Bowl, um, and we're going to see uh, Mahomes' possibility at uh, at, at the MVP and the Super Bowl. I know it would make you sick, but uh, um, my <laughs> thoughts on the game is it's going to be it's going to be it's going to be close. I think here's what's going to happen: Tom Brady's Tom Brady. Bill Belichick is so good against you know. Um, young Aren't we I'm so tired of this though. Was it three straight years? Yeah. And he's going to do it for the fourth. You know, this what is what they do. Of? This is like the, you know, they're just the villains. And unfortunately this isn't, you know, the Avengers where, you know, the, the good guys always win. No, Tom Brady and company are going to take care of business. It's going to be close. I think Mahomes is going to make too many mistakes. I think he's going to either have, you know, lose the fumble or lose the ball once or twice. Cause it's going to be slippery. Um, I also think there's going to be a, a couple picks. Um, with that being said, I also think he throws two or three TDs, makes it close. But unfortunately, the young, you know, the young gun's gonna, he's gonna lose. And then I think there's gonna be a huge drop off next year. I think people are gonna figure him out, and I think he's gonna come way down to earth. I'm saying he won't get more than 30 touchdowns. Uh, that's my, that's my guesstimate. Um, I don't know what you guys think on that. <laughs> I mean, but, I'm, uh, I, I'm I, just I laughing because it, your but... your Twitter has been just absolutely on fire this week. I mean. I, I know you do things. You tweet things just to yeah. get reactions. I get, and, and like, I know you on Twitter, so I just kind of laugh, but Oh my, yeah. you tweet People out one thing. Serious. 
and you get like 800 comments that people just, you know, and there's some of them are not very nice, um, which is fine. But with that being said, I kind of want Patrick. Now, listen to me. I want Patrick Mahomes to win here so he can lose in the Super Bowl. And I can tweet out Mitchell Trubisky has never lost in the Super Bowl. But Patrick Mahomes has. And I hope to God that happens because who that's going to it's going to be such a great tweet. I'll pin that for the rest of my life if, if I if that happens. But um, like I said, I'm taking Brady as well. Now we got, you know, a kind of fun matchup. We got, you know, the underrated or overrated. Depends how you look at it. Jared Goff versus one of the goats himself. Drew Brees. Who are you guys taking here, Danny? I, yeah, I've been back and forth on this one a lot. Um it's just, it's just, it just breaks my heart because the Bears should be in this game. And, like, that's all I keep thinking about is just the <laughs> fact that the Bears would have beat L.A. last weekend and the Bears would beat the the Saints this weekend. I'm actually going to go – I'm going to go Rams. Uh, I think if, if they can run the ball like they did last week, um, I, I really – I know it's crazy because the Saints are at home and they're really good in the Dome and this could be kind of the – you know, one of the last times we see, uh, you know, Drew Brees in the NFC championship with, with kind of the way the NFL is going and the NFC is getting better. But I don't know. I, I'm going to go Rams. And I know it's kind of a bull take. I just, I don't think the saints are very good. I thought, I thought the, the Eagles played the saints really well in the first half. I think if there were a few things that went differently in that game, Oh, we got an echo. I didn't hear one. I got one. Yeah, All right, I'm good. Uh, I think you know there there was like a I think there was a fake punt or a fake kick and, and the and the and the Saints got it, and that really kind of changed the momentum for the Saints. So I, I don't know. I'm gonna go Rams, and it might be bold, but I'm gonna go Rams. I think if Alshon, you know, they're a drop away from losing. I think the Foles was gonna go down and score. They got lucky. I mean, how about Anyways. that Alshon drop though? I mean, yeah, right thank there. God. I was gonna oh, say that. I was gonna say that too. That was I was so happy. I hope he so cried happy. himself. I hope he's still crying. First of all, I do want to say one thing. Have you guys ever played catch with those with those receiver gloves? Is it just stick? It's impossible to drop a catch. I mean, I, I you know you see Odell out there with one handed snags here and there, like that's impressive. But like yeah. those gloves are basically tar. That like if the ball For is real? A, oh my god! I mean, I am not a football player, but I can catch nearly every ball that I when I play catch these things. So the fact that he missed it. Right there in his hands, right through his hands, with those gloves on, it was just so fucking beautiful to watch. We got we got to get in a flag football league, guys. Like, that, wouldn't that be fun? That'd be some good content. That would be. Danny, some, what position would, some, would you play, Danny? Oh, I'd probably be quarterback. Okay, I so well, I was thinking I would be quarterback, but okay. <laughs> I was wide receiver. Like, uh, all right, thank God you aren't quarterback. So we we'll have two QBs. Uh, Danny's the backup. I'll be the starter. Uh, <laughs> Boom! I'm, I'm just kidding. No, if you, you know what, Danny, that's fine. I was tight end in middle school. So you're going to play what? Tight end wide receiver in Austin. You are pretty damn tall, like a tree. Uh, Danny, I'm hoping you can live up to it. I'll let you be QB one. All right. Sure. And I'll play, I'll play. Sheesh. I'll play tail, tailback. Tailback. There you go. Yep. There you go. I'm going to do, I'm going to be your butt. I'm going to be your protection. I'm also going to be the guy you want to look, you know, check down to. Your and shit. Austin, you're, you're, we're going to, when we're in the end zone <laughs> or red zone, you're the man. So anyways, what are you talking about. I don't even know. Oh, the NFC Championship game, right? Yeah, yeah. prediction. What's your prediction, man? What was what was Danny's? Um, oh, I Danny, Rams. Danny had Rams. Oh. I've I think, uh, and I've thought this ever since the Bear, ever since after the Bears played them. I think the Rams are extremely overrated, and I think um, I think I think it's going to come down to. I, I think the Rams are going to kill them. I really do. I, I don't think. The, I don't. I, 
I don't think or I, I, I think the Saints are going to kill the Rams. Excuse oh, me. okay. I think the Saints are going to kill the Rams. I don't think Jer- Jergo sucks when there's noise around him. That's why he likes playing in L.A. because there's no home fans or anything. <laughs> so, you know, it, it's just I just don't think they're going to play well, and I don't think the defense is going to play well. I think the I think the Eagles at this time I have a better defense than the Rams have. That's probably a fact in the last like five or six games. Nadamikin um, Sue did play well against the Cowboys, so he's he's kind of firing it up a bit, which is okay. which is big for their D. But well, yeah, season. but like they haven't had a running game. Like they don't need a running game when you have Drew Brees. You know what I mean? So I don't know. We'll see how this defense stops the run. I, I, both of these AFC and NFC games are going to be won and lost in the at the line of scrimmage. So that I mean I, I'm taking Saints. I think this is Drew Brees' year, and I think he's going to win. And I think he's actually going to retire after this year. That's my wow. bold take. That's my with bold a win, take. right? Okay. Yes, with a win. So, if he doesn't, he's obviously coming back. I think this will be the one of the best games of the year. I think it's going to be pretty damn close. Um, Golf kind of played a similar game against KC, where it was kind of a shootout. I think it's going to be the exact same way. I'm thinking high 40s uh, for both. Um, I think it's won by a field goal kicker. Who do I think is going to win? I'm going to take Saints just because. You know, they're at home. I give them just a slight edge. I think their kicker makes the the game winning field goal. Um, I want to see that. That, That's all I want to see right now is is good games because I really don't care. The Bears aren't playing. So just give me a good game. I don't care who fucking wins. Um, It's just, you know, I just want good games this weekend. So, and it's really sad because the NFL season's almost over. So now, now we go to baseball and basketball. So I don't know. Anyways, I'm going to take the the Saints barely. Um, Let's see here. Looks like the next topic of discussion is going to be coaches, right? We got Chuck and who is the DB coach now? Oh, we actually got a linebacker coach and a DB coach. So we've got Kansas state defensive coordinator, 10 Monticino as our uh, linebackers coach. And then we've got uh, for our recent hire today, I'm looking at it. I'm looking it up right now, but he played, he won two Super Bowls with the Pittsburgh Steelers and he also coached for four years. He's got 18 years of experience overall. Uh, it's Patriot or it's Steelers, former cornerback Deshae Townsend uh, as a defensive back coach. So uh, I heard actually, he's very aggressive. Yeah, I'm very, I'm very excited. He's, he's going to be good under Pagano. Uh, also Ted Monticino also was under uh, Pagano okay. for some time. Um, so I, I'm, I'm excited to see. He actually, uh, he was with the Ravens. So uh, he developed uh, CJ Mosley and uh, Mosley is um, no Mosley was the best rookie at the linebacker position ever. And he also coached uh, Elvis Dumerville, who's franchise franchise record, uh, 17 sacks a game. Yeah. Uh, he, he basically coached a ton of these guys who are going to be future hall of famers or all pro guys. So uh, th- we're going to, these are all linebackers, by the way, we got, you know, he's going to be working with Roquan and, uh, and Danny Trevathan. So I'm really excited about that. I think this this defense this year was so good, right? We can all agree on that. That's pretty, you know, hands down, great defense to watch. I think next year, guys, they're going to be better because of how aggressive this team's going to be. It's going to be their second year together, you know, most of them. Um, they're going to be hungrier than ever, in my opinion. And you mix that in with all the, the aggressiveness of the new coaches. I think this Bears defense is going to be even more fun. I think there's going to be more celebrations next year. I think they're going to be even more dominant. Uh, that's my take on it. Danny, what do you think of these hires, and what do you think this does for the Bears defense going into 2019? Yeah, I, I, I'm with you. I, I agree. I, I mean, I think, A, it's important that the the defense is basically coming back. So, you know, who does a D coordinator really do that much of You know, does it have that big of an impact? Obviously, yes, the schemes and the plans, it does. But the defense... I do think that the fact that they're all coming back is important. 
it sounds like Pagano's a bit more aggressive than Vic, uh, which I'm excited about. You know, that's one thing that I kind of wish the D would have done this year a little bit, a little bit differently. But you know, you look at the defense. Um, I, it sounds like Pace is going to pick up Floyd's contract in this fifth year, so that's good. I think I thought Floyd had a really good second half of the season, yeah. uh, and and a full you know off season that's healthy will be good for him. You're going to get to see him bring back Calla or Bryce. What do you think, I, Danny? I'd like to see Callahan come back. I thought I thought Bryce had a really good year. It was a bummer when he went down. He was balling. I thought we talked about. I, I think I think we talked about him a couple times in the show. Where, um, you know, I, I would like them to to bring him back, but. Um, you know, Roquan's going to have a full off season. I thought he was incredible. We talked about him a bunch this year. Uh, he gets kind of lost because of how good the defense is with Khalil Mack, Akeem Hicks, Trevathan, Eddie Jackson's going to have a full off season. Um, you know, it just, there's just so many things that are exciting about this defense. And then you add a coordinator with like, like Pagano, who is, um, a player's coach, you know, he was at the U for a long time. Anyone that comes from the U I'm down with. Uh, and, and, and it's, you know, and it sounds like he's a bit more aggressive. So I, you know, that was the one thing that I wish the team would have, the, the defense would have done this year is just been more aggressive. I thought when they blitzed, when they brought pressure, they were, they were pretty fucking hard to stop. And, you know, there were some games that you looked at where you're like, what are we doing? We're just sitting back. And, and, and so, um, I'm excited about it. I really am. I, I think, um, again, the defense and the core is still there. So that's what makes it exciting. They just have to stay healthy. And I think that's the big question mark is, are we going to be as lucky next year as we were this year with injuries? And of course we had a few people get dinged up, but it wasn't these, you know, season ending ACLs, season ending MCLs uh, that, that some other teams had to deal with. So um, fingers crossed that, that these guys can, they can have strong off seasons, come back healthy, have a healthy season. But um, there's no reason they can't be as good as they were last year. And I think that's, what's really exciting and encouraging for the, for the team. Yeah. Austin. Uh, you don't care. Austin. Well, we're we talking about the really hires. Focused. Yeah. We're, we're talking about the hires. Talking about well, I, already, I thought I already gave into them. Like I like, we're, I was, we're just, a, I was just checking. I was just seeing if you remember. Yeah, so no, now we're going into the mailbag. Yep. Uh, Austin, I'm gonna let you take this mailbag over. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we got, we got some good questions. We're gonna go, we're gonna go over two real quick. Oh, time so. out, time out, time out. Do you chew, Danny? Yeah. Oh, I didn't yes. know. I was like, what are you spitting into me? You're spitting Dude, a lot he does it show. almost every episode. Oh my yeah. god! I did. Why am I just listen, now realizing that? Listen, I was like, that's I'll, either some nasty ass beer or you're no. You're, you're I'll chewing. give a I'll give a I'll give a quick PSA. Bro. My, I'll give a quick PSA. My best friend in high school had me. He was a wrestler. I dipped with him. Andrew Weijerick, it's his birthday today. He's a shit for getting me started. I tried to quit like 15 times. It's absolutely awful. I hate it. I hate that I do it, but I can't stop. That's and so bad, bro. That's that's dangerous. Yes, player. thank you for telling me I'm that just, tobacco uh, is bad for my yeah, mouth. Man, I know. I'm, I know. As a friend, I care about you. I so appreciate that. Let's, yes. let's You got to go fund me to help you with you know. Yeah, go fund me. Help help Danny quit. Danny's listen, you know, obsession. Listen, I I know it's bad. I understand. You don't have to tell me it's bad. Uh, I've tried. I've tried to quit. I can't. It's awful. And quitting is worse. I'm just gonna keep doing it. Let me dip. All right. Let me dip in podcast. Let him lose his job, baby. Come on. Come on. <laughs> right. We'll get a GoFundMe when I lose my job. All right. Oh my god. <laughs> well, then you're gonna lose a spot on the show, Danny. Where yeah. I'll have your job, man. I'll just transcribe. I'll I'll have a computer talk. <laughs> like a Stephen Hawking almost. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to get that so that that lit. dark. All right. All right. All right, Austin. You might, might have to cut. <laughs> oh, God. Talk about me. Uh -oh. Let's get, let's get into Hawking? Is that too bad? 
No, no I just meant like enough no. about me and my bad habits. I don't want to talk no. about it anymore. It's embarrassing. Oh man, that's no, fucking hilarious. They want to know. They want to know who you are, Danny, for your true self. I work hey. in advertising and I chew tobacco and I like the bears. That's the three <laughs> things you need to know about. It's hilarious. All right, so um, all right, so I got two, two, two good ones here. We're gonna start with Pete, uh, Pete Erickson, twelve. Thanks for, uh, thanks for commenting here. Uh, just simple. Will we miss Vic? So Dave, since you don't get to start that often, Michael Vic. Mm. We talk about. Oh mm. God. That's that's my answer know. right there. Jesus are, I don't even know who this guy is. Who do we lose? Vic, Vic, what? So oh. no, we're not going to miss this guy off the reservation. He, he cost us the game, you know. Yeah, Parky missed the field goal, but his defense should have, you know, stopped him. They let a backup quarterback, a backup quarterback, drive on him. Didn't bring any pressure. They just sliced down like freaking cut tomatoes. Thanks, Vic. <laughs> Thanks, Vic. God. Yikes. Having done nothing for us all year. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I think, I think the players might miss Vic just because it sounds like he had a good relationship with these guys. He had a good rapport with them. But you know, at the end of the day, it's a business. He got a chance to be a head coach, and I think the team's all pretty much professionals, and they're ready for someone new. And I think, I do think change is good. And I think that him coming, uh, Pagano coming in and giving, giving different looks, giving different thoughts, uh, will be good for this team. And I think maybe they need that after last season. Yeah. Let me redeem myself. Vic, I, I am thankful for what you did last couple of years, but I am still a little hurt by that loss. Just to let you guys know. <laughs> yeah, the loss sucks. But I, I mean, I don't think we're going to miss him that much. It'll be interesting because, you know, he liked to drop Mac and, and Leonard and Floyd in coverage. And it was really weird. I mean, they are outside linebackers, but Chuck comes in running a three, four. And that's what um, that's what kind of we're around. He's, he runs similar defenses. He's uh, he's very um, he's very aggressive. So he's more aggressive. So we're not, we're probably not going to see Khalil Mack dropping into coverage. Uh, we're going to see a lot more blitzes, which I know we wanted more of probably see more corner blitzes, more safety blitzes, which I'm looking forward to. I'm also looking forward to this defense taking a step forward. And I also, I love Vic, but Chuck has such a great personality and he's a guy that people love playing around. So I'm really excited to see how, uh, how these guys kind of, um, rally around him. Um, and yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm excited. So you know, yeah. it's, it's, I'm, I'm excited to see what's going to happen. Uh, yeah. So this is kind of, um, this is from Caleb Burnett. Thanks for ah, commenting, like Caleb. Caleb. So he said, obviously want to hear your thoughts on defensive staff hires, which you already talked about. Wow. Um, he said, <laughs> I don't know if you guys can speak about this right now or not, but he said, what do you think the bulls need to do going forward? <laughs> well, fraud. I, oh, ah, okay. Go Danny. I was going to say keep losing. Like the Bulls do this all the time. The last couple of years, they're bad. And then they go on this stupid run where they win six, seven, eight, nine, ten games and completely screw themselves. Like just own it. Be bad. You're not very good. Well, I, try. I, Wendell Carter just he, they just yeah, said Wendell Carter's he's out eight Dude, to twelve weeks. That's I'm telling you, they're, they're doing they're doing they're doing exactly what the Sixers did when they tanked. And it's basically these players who have minor injuries. They're having them just. Get it's healthy, brilliant. fix your Listen. shit, and they're tanking. They're tanking. Yeah. Listen, well, they they have to own this because they they you like there are some players that are good. Like I like Zach Levine. I think they Zach have a good team, they have a good team. I think they're one they're very good, good player. They, they don't have a good team. They have a good Chris, core. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If you, think, if you think Chris Dunn is the future point guard of this team, you're I dead know. wrong. No, Thank right. You on that, Danny. But he's a lot not, of people like him though. I think Marketing Marketing's okay. Yeah. 
you know, rock yeah, he, star. Was, he was from he was UNLV. Be... No one had any idea who he is. Yeah, he but was, now he was not have, supposed to go number one. He now went it's number even four. worse. Now we have Zion, who everyone knows who he is because he can dunk the basketball pretty well. Oh, cool, man. You're not going to do that in a game unless it's a fast break. Well, he has right? done it in a game. Can we recap this question and just like okay, have can a I, wait, wait, can I just talk? Can I talk about what he's doing right now for, for Duke? Yes, please, sure. Uh, oh, so oh, shit. Hold on. I got his high school stats. He's averaging 40 points in high school. I can't rate. Oh, wow. Every NBA player has done that. <laughs> All right. Let's look hey, about, let's look up his stats for Duke. Okay. He's averaging. Tw- okay. So out of what? 40 minute game. He's got 27 minutes field goal. He's, be he's like eight for 12, six, 66% field goal percentage. That's, that's pretty good. Um, he is at 21 points a game, two assists a game, 10, but nine rebounds a game. What do you, I don't know. Wait, how many he's, assists? He's a power four. He's not supposed to assist two, which is solid for, for a freaking. Oh my God. So he can't pass. That's, that's what I just learned. He is a, he's a power forward. He's not supposed to pass. I mean, you know, who's a really- 20. Oh, 21 and nine, dude. That's what you're supposed to do at that position. That kid's insane. Yeah, I'm but sorry. That, but NBA, that's he's, he's an excellent LeBron James. He's going to be yes. Oh, my God. He's an excellent LeBron James. Cut that. Hey, Mike, uh, he cut is. that. He that's is. Guy, Mike. So I, I just, I, I, I think Zion, I, it's, Zion is really fun to watch. He is incredibly, he's incredibly athletic. And the things he can do. You don't think he's fun to watch? Dave, Dave, what, it's just going, Dave, Dave is just going on with these tough guys. Yeah. I just, I think, uh, <laughs> you're trying to piss people off. I know, man. I'm trying to help my team, the the Bulls. I know a bust. I know this won't just set the franchise back ten more years. You got to get this right. All right, you got to well, tank. You got to get the number one and number two. You can't take Zion. Dave, I I'm telling you, anyone who tanks is who gets uh, the number one pick is taking Zion. I'm just telling you, it's, it's gonna no matter what. He's a bust and out of the league. I'm going to literally pull this clip and post it. it and say, I knew. Yeah. And then Austin, you, you know what you got to do? We're going to put some, we're going to bet this. All right. You know what you got to do if he's a bust mm-hmm. and he's on the bulls. What? Let's uh, let me think on, I don't know yet. Hundred we'll, bucks. We'll, we'll make a bet. We'll make a yeah. bet. When we, yeah. When we, if, if, <coughs> if it's fine, we'll, we'll make a bet. I do want to say this trying. though. The concern I have with Zion and the bulls is that Reinsdorf and the bulls are all about making money. Right. That's their main thing. Zion will bring in tickets. He will sell jerseys. He but will, how does will, that coexist with Laurie and Wendell? I just said well, that. Well, Zion got. Williamson, Zion Williamson just went to um, Zion Williamson went to the same college that Wendell Carter went to. Yeah. Right. No, yeah, Wendell we're, Carter we're went talking, to. Do. We're talking positions for the yeah. Bulls. You'll have, have three power forwards. Which is horrible. They all ain't gonna play powerful. And Laurie's Laurie's the future. We got Wendell, who's the future. I'm telling you, you know what? They're not taking Zion. I can almost 100 percent guarantee that they're gonna take a point guard. Technically, they they play they play Wendell at the center position because there really isn't a center position anymore. But I I agree with you. I think you'll have too many players that all do the same thing. I know what they're gonna do. They're gonna draft a point guard and then bring in Derrick Rose to help mature him. There it is. I, Love there's it. no shot they bring Derrick Rose back. Mm. Yeah. Who knows? With the, with the Bulls, who knows? But here's here's my take on the Bulls. New they coach. Are so, they are so bad to watch. I used to always – I bought the NBA package. I don't live in Chicago, so if I, if I want to watch the Bulls, I bought the NBA package. I don't even turn around anymore. They're so bad. They're not even Cancel fun to watch. Cancel that shit. I don't watch any NBA regular season basketball. It's rare. It's so boring. The playoffs are good. But, I mean, the NBA season's a lull. Yeah, it's tough. All right, do we, answer, man, do, we, do we answer that poor guy's question? Sorry, dude. Yeah, we're I rambling. Think we did. Okay. Uh, I, uh, the, well, and then the, the 
Cubs aren't getting, you know, Bryce Harper, so that's just great. And the well, White I was going to get into that. Get Do you want to talk about the Sox and the Cubs? I mean, the Cubs aren't well, going to get Bryce Harper. We're not talk about the Sox, but. Well, we, yeah, we got to talk Hey, we have a lot of Sox followers here. Well, yeah, we got to talk about both. I mean, the Sox, I, I think the Sox, I think Sox are going to get Machado, and unfortunately, I think the Phillies are going to get Bryce Harper. I would like to see the White Sox get Manny. That would cool. That'd be cool for the city, man. I think it would. Just yeah, I'm not. I'm still not going to go, but that'd be I cool. think Manny's kind of a. He'd be the he he he'd be loved on one side and hated yeah, on the other. He's already got that villain mentality, you know. But that would bring kind of a rivalry back to, um, you know, the. Yeah, I mean, there already is. There always is a rivalry there, but like, yeah, yeah it'll be more heated because you know Manny brings that that kind of fire there. It's gonna be interesting to see what the Cubs do this year. I, I think we talk about can we talk about how boring the offseason is though for baseball? Yeah. Well, and, like, besides how, the like, Cardinals, you guys got Paul Goldschmidt, man. Like, yeah, well, but the Cardinals Darvish, so you guys don't care. But the Cardinals, you Darvish was last year. Dave, you guys yeah. don't even care. Well, he's, yeah, but he's gonna be great. Anyways, let's let's. I care. No, 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 I care. I call. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Listen, all I'm gonna say is that the Cardinals just do things like in the most boring way. Like they go get Paul Goldschmidt, arguably one of the best first basemen in the National League. And they do it. They have a little press conference, and then it's over. Like that's the end of it. Like I don't know what's going to happen with 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 Machado and the White Sox. Like it seems like he's had an offer for over a week. Like just fucking sign it. Like it's the the off season and this hot stove that the MLB talks about and the the winter meetings. It's so boring. Like nothing happens. And now we're sitting here in one month from spring training. And two of the biggest free agents don't have a place to play. Like, it's I'm so sorry. Bad. They, the, I, the MLB needs to fix their. Uh, they kind of fix, fix it, their free agency. It's really bad. They, they need to add some deadlines or something. But like, you know, like the the season ends, it gets all interesting. There's all this discussion. There's all these things that happen on the internet and 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 speculation. And then it just drag. It's a, it's a typical baseball move. It just drags on forever. And it's like, oh my god, end it. No one at at this point, no one cares. The season starts in over in like a month and a half or two months. So just pick a team, go play for them. The Cubs, it sounds like they're not, it sounds like Joe Madden and Chris Bryant both said at the, at, at the Cubs convention that Bryce Harper is not going to Chicago. I don't care. I don't think you guys need them. The Cubs are really, really good. The Cubs are, the Cubs have the same team basically that won the world series with a few new pitchers. Well, they get you Darvish back. They get you back and you have Cole Hamels and healthy Bryant and Javi's back. You got Addison Russell, which is obviously really interesting and, and, and a little bit controversial, which is with his off season. But like the Cubs are good. Like the Cubs don't need Bryce Harper. I, I have yeah. so many Cubs friends, Cubs fans that are my friends. And I, I just don't get it. You guys won 90 some games last year. I, I, you know, you, you, you kind of made your bed with, 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 with Hayward. I know he's got his, you know, he's great in defense. He sucks in offense. He's got his moments offensively at the plate, but like, you know, that and, grand and White, slam against the Phillies. That was cool. And then the white Sox, like, does anyone really honestly, like, yes, they're going to be good. Maybe in like five years, they have all these prospects. They're supposed to be really young, but like, they never really put it together. And I like, think, see the, so- I think the white Sox, I think they're, if the white Sox can be good, it's baseball is more fun just because it's another Chicago team, another yeah. Chicago market. They have young people, they have young talent. Like they should be good. So I, I do think the Cubs are going to be just fine without Harper if they if they don't end up getting him. And that's my the Cardinals will be okay. The Cardinals are going to be okay for the next like ten years, and they're just not going to be anything special. You think they make the Cardinals are making the playoffs this year? If they do, it'll be one of those wild card playing games. I I don't know. I mean, like the Cardinals you don't are kind think of going to be better than the Cubs. I don't. 
Yeah. I don't think so. I think the Cubs are really good. And I laugh whenever I, you know, like there was a, there was a stretch last year when the Cubs were, were not playing very well. And I think you guys were an off and on year. Like it was, you know, you had, you, you, you had some you know, streaks where you played well and streaks when you played bad when the Cubs are bad Twitter is a, is a meltdown. I mean, Fun. like poor jet, poor Jesse Rogers for ESPN. Like he is attacked <laughs> on Twitter. So I, but like they end up winning 97 games last year, like, or 90, whatever games, like, they're really good. And, and, you know, when you play, when they play at Wrigley, like the, the likelihood of them winning that game is automatically, you know, high when they start the game. So I don't know. I think the Cubs are good. I think the Dodgers are going to be good. I think the Phillies are always doing something that makes them interesting, but they end up, you know, crap in the bed. I think the nationals stink. Um, you know, I think, I think if the Cardinals can get, make the playoffs, it'll be a wild card playing game. The Brewers are going to be good again. They got, yes. Uh, they got that Grandel catcher from, from the Dodgers. They're going to be good, and and I, you know, the it's fun from a, as an outsider to watch the Cubs and Brewers have their rivalry because you guys clearly don't like each other, and yeah. that's just fun to watch because usually it's like everyone hates the Cardinals, and and now that has been kind of conditioned <laughs> to from hating the Cardinals to hating the Cubs and Brewers. Yeah, well, my MacBook is on three percent, so I think we're going to close up this show. Um, you guys have any final thoughts? I I just want to say like. Really quick, the press conference for, for Nagy, I know we, we talked about it in the beginning, back to the Bears. The press conference with Nagy and Pace was really impressive. I think that was probably one of the best exit press conferences a head coach and a GM have ever had in a long time for the Bears because they were both pissed off. They were both were very clearly not wanting to talk about um, you know the offseason because they weren't ready for it. And I think that's encouraging. You want a coach, you want a GM that wants to be playing and winning games, and that's what these guys are all about. I think they're going to do the right thing with offseason moves. I think you're seeing that with some coaches that they've already hired. Uh, and I think we're going to see a really good off season with Mitchell. And that's my take. I just, I wish the bear season was continuing. It sucks that we have to watch these guys play this weekend and not watch the bears, but I am ready for bear season to start. I know it's months away, but I'm already fired up. Awesome. Awesome. Austin, final thoughts. Got to be yeah, quick. I'm just, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm excited for next year already. I'm ex- I was happy to hear what they had to say in that press conference. Uh, we're going to be talking a lot of Chicago sports. We're going to be able, having a lot of fun uh, since this is, uh, you know, kind of our like precursor into what we're going to talk about in the off season. So we're going to be having a lot of, uh, a lot of fun shows coming to you weekly, bi-weekly, you know, we'll figure it out, but uh, thanks for tuning in and uh, we'll catch you next, uh, next time. Absolutely. All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening. And this was episode eight of the Windy City Crew podcast. We'll be in touch soon, guys. Bye.